my mm. focus is learning how to be a better person, whether you're a man, a woman, uh, however, you, if you want to identify as a tree, cool, identify as a tree. I just want to help people learn how to better themselves, you know, because I feel like I'm personally, I've been doing a lot for myself to better myself. I put myself into a pretty good position in life. I work for myself. I have my own job, my own schedule. I don't work for nobody. I'm my own boss. I get to do what I want, live my life how I want. And I want to just put the message out that I'm not the brightest crayon in the box. And if I can learn how to do all this, then anybody can, you know what I mean? Anybody can learn anything that they really set their mind to, no matter what it is, no matter what field you're in, no matter what it is you're doing in life, if you set your mind to something, you can achieve it. What's up, everybody? This is your boy, Jose Cruz. Yes, your favorite Native American. And man, here we are again, season three. Leave it to me. Leave it to your guy to start a new podcast, a new se a season, really in the busiest seasons of the year, man, the holidays, Christmas time. Oh my goodness, man. Just leave it up to me to do something like that. Again, man, we are back at it with another podcast, but I just wanted to recap. You know, you guys go check out our season two episodes, season one, all our pilots, man. Don't forget to like, subscribe, share this, you know, because man, the content we're putting out, man, it's not just local content, man. We are national. I would say we are semi worldwide because I've had guests on from Canada east coast you know so your boy's doing work man i'm super excited for that but today we have a special guest all the way out from virginia we got my boy a monty from a chill it's just a podcast what's up brother what's going on man how you feeling man feeling better than the last time we tried to do this <laughs> <laughs> yeah the last time was uh it was a mess man i mean we were trying though we tried you can't yeah can't blame us for trying we did try, man. But you know what? Let's 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 get to know you, man. Again, I know I mentioned you a little where you're from, but kind of give us your quick upbringing, what you do, your experiences, kind of leading you up to where you're at right now, man. And we'll just jump right into it. Um, well, I'm a producer, engineer. Um, I'm from I'm from upstate New York, uh, from the country. Um, I moved down to Virginia in like 2012, finished off high school when I was in like 11th grade, then graduated from Phoebus. Um, Pretty much after high school, I didn't know what I was going to be doing. Um, I ended up started making music, rapping with a group of group of guys uh, that lasted a couple years, and then after that, they just kind of died off. Um, I, I just can I, I learned how to produce. I learned how to uh, mix and master our music. I you know because uh, the the producer was his dad at the time, and um, he was pretty much telling us you know unless we have rights to our stuff we're not going to be able to do much to it so he was like you guys are gonna have to start making your own beats to start buying beats so i started making beats and then shortly after that after we dropped our first like mixtape or whatever i didn't really care for the quality too much so i was like you know what i want to learn how to do this myself how to mix and all that myself because you know i want to make better quality. i want it to sound like how i want it to sound and uh ever since i started doing that it was just a wrap from there man i just picked up engineers engineering full-time honestly i really started slowing down on my music and just focusing on my engineering and producing craft and uh ever since then and i just it's just been a go you know i picked up djing along the way so i dj as well um i picked up video editing just last year and then that started doing pretty well for me you know so i just been picking up different avenues in music you know the make sure that i have different income so i right at the start of covid and all that i lost my job due to covid and um i just started doing my production stuff full time and ever since i just it's been a go yeah you know it's, it's cool that you say that man because again it's like 
you know, a lot of things happened with COVID. A lot of things went down, man. But I like what you said. You just said, you know what? I got to do this on my own. You know, I got to learn video editing. And just last year, you know, and that's kind of where I think that part of your creativity hooked me, man, because I found you on uh, TikTok and I started following right. you. I love your pod. I love your podcast, you know, kind of like your your creativity in that, you know, I mean, let's jump into that because the experience yeah. you gave, it's like, it's not just, okay, I wanted to be a hip hop artist. I wanted to produce, I wanted to produce music, but you know, there's something I need to do more, you know, what triggered that, you know, new mindset and starting your podcast and getting into a chill. It's just a podcast. Well, honestly, um, it was my partner. So where I'm at, um, you know, of course I pay my booth rent and, and rent to, to have my studio here, but I also pay to you to utilize our podcast service. You know what I'm saying? And it was like three, four months that I was paying for the service and I wasn't using, using the service. And my partner kept telling me, you know, like, dude, you have the service, you have the space, like do a podcast, bro. You know, like do a podcast. So, um, I was like, Eventually, I came. I was like, fine. Uh, I started doing a podcast, and it was originally called the Opinionated Podcast. But then I realized on YouTube there was already an Opinionated Podcast, so I had to change the name. And so I made a Facebook post uh, one day saying, you know, I wanted to change the name. And one of my good friends, uh, Gabe, he had messaged, uh, left a comment under there, and it said, "Hey, chill, it's just a podcast." And I was like, "Dude, I'm stealing it. It's mine. I want it." <laughs> and he was like, "You can have it. It's all yours, bud." Yeah. So, and that's that's where the name came from. So shout out to Gabe for the name. Um, but it, it, it was just one of those things where I just, I'm already a good talker, you know, and I, I like to talk to people, I like to talk about my things. I didn't realize how therapeutic doing a podcast would be because, um, of the stuff we talk about. I really like to talk about my stuff. I like to talk about my personal feelings. I don't mind. I'm an open book, a wide open book. You can ask me anything. I'll answer it. Honestly, I don't care. You know, uh, it, it's just, it's therapeutic for me, you know? So I enjoy doing it too. It's fun. Yeah, that's dope. And that's kind of really, I mean, that's a perfect segue because, dude, there are some topics, there are some things that you talk about. I mean, heated conversations in your teasers oh, yeah. and on the show alone, because I've watched a few of them. And my guy, you go in, you know, I remember one of your posts, you said you don't want to come off as Andrew Tate vibe or a Sneeko vibe or or what's his name? Um, the um, Kevin Samuels, maybe. Yeah, there you go. Samuels. That You know, and so it's like, you know. How did you know you were going down that path, especially with your teasers, bro? I mean, you get in. <laughs> um, well, I I guess because of my views on the world and how I think, you know, I do feel like the world is starting to feminize men. Uh, that just automatically kind of put me into a certain category of people and my views on a lot of women and how they carry themselves in this day and age automatically just kind of puts me into that category. You know what I mean? So. My, those the clips that went viral for me are really clips of me going off on females or talking about females. So, um, you know, especially when it came to high valued, low valued women and what men look at as high valued women, low value men, you know, stuff like that. So that's where a lot of people started comparing me to Tate. And I was getting thousands of comments saying, you know, uh, uh, comment Tate W or just W or just uh, tagging Andrew Tate, just stuff like that. And so that's really where I started seeing. All right. I guess they're categorizing me categorizing with you know me with these guys which i didn't mind at first because i don't hate all those guys i don't agree with everything they say but i don't disagree with a lot of what they say you know i, I get what they're trying to do and i appreciate it i respect it but i didn't want to be put in the same category because i just i i have my views but i also don't feel the same way that a lot of those guys do either you know 
But you know, I feel you know. you're right because I remember last time again, man. I'll be real. I mean, I'll just say we had a hard time trying to get this going. It just seemed like this topic was a very touchy topic you know but the thing is is that i like what you said you agree with them but i don't agree with certain parts especially how they say right it. And i remember you saying prior was like you know i don't want to be categorized like that i'm gonna have my opinions you know i'm not a i'm not a right. you know i'm not a like a feminine type dude man i'm a masculine man and you know everyone's you know very about toxic masculinity and stuff like that right. you know and so and I think those are one of the big reasons why these guys got canceled because it was just too, it, it was too much, you know, and a lot too of it toxic. is the truth. Yeah, yeah, it, it, but it was, it's, it is, it's over, it's, they're going too far with it. You know what I mean? Like, I get what they're doing and I get what they're trying to do, but they're going a little bit too far. It, like, the Sneeko, I don't really care for Sneeko that much. I think he's just too much for me. The guys from Fresh and Fit, I, can, I don't really care for their opinions too much. Tate is really the only guy who I really actually respect what he has to say most of the time because he is really speaking more facts than all of those other guys, in my opinion. Kevin Samuels, I feel like he really just dewomanized women or or he really just degraded a lot of women um, based off of their life and situations. However, a lot of what he said were a lot of the women who would call in and he would kind of get on them about their situations. Yeah, he had points. Voice. I. He had a lot of points, a lot of good points, too, because I feel the same way. A lot of women put themselves into situations just like men. They put themselves into situations that they constantly keep putting themselves into. And it's just a constant circle. So you can't be upset when you keep getting the same result, you know, and that's that goes for anybody, though, not just women. It goes for men and women, you know. Yeah, that's so real, because, again, like one of the things I have a problem, I don't I'm, I used to like follow and listen to a lot of fresh and fit. But then after a while. I just start seeing a double standard because these dudes are getting a lot of clout, man. They're getting a lot of followers, man. So it's easy to get that, you know, for the lack yeah. of a better term, you know. I mean, I'll be real, just to easy get pussy, you know, to get that yeah. pussy out in the club, out in the street to know, hey, man, you know, I got the blue check mark, I got this. And a lot of it is riding that clout wave, man. And these guys, I do feel, because was it that one video someone released a Sneeko and Fresh and Fit were driving around and they were kind of teasing this uh, homeless dude, hey, do a dance, do a dance. And they had ones. Yeah, you know, so they I saw were out that. doing yeah. that, and it's like again, the people that you're, the women that you're judging, the women that you're not so much, or just calling out, you having a car, man, because you know you're gonna clap that, you know, and it's like there's there's that double standard, you know, yeah, and saying I that, think, then you know, because you said you didn't want to be categorized after a while in that, how important right. is mean, it to keep a like a be right, and not have a double standard? I I just I, I'm not I'm an asshole. But I'm not an asshole to women or I'm not an asshole to people if I don't have to be. Unless I have to be a dickhead or I have to be an asshole. I'm only, in my opinion, a pretty good person. I don't like to be mean to people. None of that type of stuff. I like to try to genuinely be just kind to people. I like to help people. I like to motivate people. Just because I have my strong views on people and I don't agree with how a lot of people live their life doesn't mean that. I don't respect them any less or I, you know, I hate them or whatever the case is. I don't live your life how you want to live your life just because I'm going to view you in a certain way just because of how you live your life. That's just my opinion. But my opinion shouldn't matter to you. You know what I mean? Like, you know, so just because I feel some type of way doesn't mean you should feel some type of way because of how I feel. It does seem, though, the more I'm present on social media and the more I'm putting my opinions out, the more I'm getting a response, whether people like it or not. Like, but I have noticed that a lot of my opinions are pretty strong. A lot of people don't seem to like them and that's okay. I mean, I, I try to explain to people, I don't really personally care if you like my opinion or not. 
I'm going to voice it because it's just how I want to. I would like to voice my opinion. I have the freedom of speech to do so. And I I want people I like to see people, you know, debate about how I feel about something because it seems like people really, really go ham on my post sometimes like Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, uh, TikTok, especially. I've seen a couple of people who have had like two, three hundred comment comment. Uh, conversations just on my post wow, arguing about, about whatever so like stuff like that I mean it's cool to see but it's like uh, but I just I don't want to put myself out as a misogynistic type of toxic masculinity I don't want to be that I, I, yeah. I, I like to inspire people I like to motivate people and that's the type of image that I want to put out Um, although I'm not going to stop voicing my opinion I'm not going to be trying to push that type of content nearly as heavy. I'd rather push my motivational content. I'd rather push that because that's the type of person that I want to be, you know, presenting myself as instead of a fucking, you know, toxic asshole. Well, that, I mean, that makes sense. That's kind of my vibe too, because like you said, opinions, you know, cause I hear people's like, Oh, you have the right, you know, for freedom of speech, you have the right for, you know, to speak your opinion, but these, these, this freedom of speech comes with the price, you know? And that's like, I don't like that. I'm not a yeah. fan of that. You know, it's one of those things. So you're saying I can't or else. And it's like, but vice versa, you guys are on that, on the flip side, you're doing the same thing, you know? So, and I think come like listening to your podcast, listening to your show, especially all your teasers, man, it gets real confrontational, you know? And yeah. the thing oh, is yeah. though, there's nothing wrong with that. But again, people have the op they, they have a choice, man, to, to consume it as consumers. We have a right to consume it or not. You know, right. just to sit there and, you know, and troll or, you know, try to get somebody canceled, you know. It's like, dude, that that's that saying, man, living rent free in your head. It's like you're you're going out yeah. of your way for somebody like me. You know, and I think with like your podcast and you know, dude, I love the way you are, man. I love that vibe. You know, it gets it gets dude, if we were in person. I know this thing would get crazy, you know, because I know oh, me, I know, I know, it, I know you. Yeah. You know? So yeah. Where, do, where do you think now with like the, the double standard on pod, podcasting? Because like you said, Fresh and Fit has this motivational type stuff. Sneeko does too. They, you know, how to, you know, be a better man, how to be this, but yeah. yet they flipping. So how do you feel like the podcast keeps you accountable and not have that double standard? Um, I mean, because it gives me my own voice, you know, it's like, I, I, that, that was, that's a real main goal for me is to have my own voice with it. And I don't, I don't care for what those guys have to say. And if I could go on one of those shows and speak for myself on one of their platforms, that'd be amazing. That'd be cool. It's just, I don't, I agree with what they're doing, just not how they're doing it. So for me to have my own show and to be able to put out my own messages and my own and use my own voice to speak on certain topics and things like that, it makes me feel a lot better about the situation because I clearly, you know, I have a strong opinion and I have a strong voice. And a lot of people are always telling me, you know, you got a really good voice to be talking and, and, you know, speaking and stuff like that. So uh, it, I feel like people really start are really starting to care about what I have to say. You know what I mean? And that's what matters most is that I want to help other people grow and be a better person, whether you're a man or a woman, I don't really care. I don't really care about this whole masculinity movement either. Like, I'm a I'm I'm not gonna say I'm a feminine guy, but I'm in touch with my emotions, you know, and yeah. I'm not gonna act like I'm not. And I'm not afraid to shoot, cuddle me, girl. I don't, you know what I'm saying? I'd be the little spoon, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm I'm shoot, you know what I mean? Like, so, that is it, so it's real. just like, you know, so it's it's like there's certain things, you know, that I guess are feminine, as you would say, that I'm just like, all right, whatever, you know. So I don't I don't care about all that. All I know is my focus is learning how to be a better person, mm. whether you're a man, a woman. Uh, however, if you want to identify as a tree, cool. Identify as a tree. I just want to help people 
learn how to better themselves, you know, because I feel like I'm personally, I've been doing a lot for myself to better myself. I put myself into a pretty good position in life. I work for myself. I have my own job, my own schedule. I don't work for nobody. I'm my own boss. I get to do what I want, live my life how I want. And I want to just put the message out that I'm not the brightest crayon in the box. And if I can learn how to do all this, then anybody can, you know what I mean? Anybody can learn anything that they really set their mind to, no matter what it is, no matter what field you're in, no matter what it is you're doing in life, if you set your mind to something, you can achieve it. Anything it is you want to do and learn, just start to learn. Don't focus so much on the stuff they want you to consume and start focusing on the stuff they don't want you to consume because the stuff they don't want you to consume is the stuff you need to be consuming because that's how they're making everybody else consume it. Does that make sense? That makes sense. That may, so, now, now explain who's they. Get into that. You know. You know. You know, <laughs> the 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 people at the top, I guess you could say the people who they would say or, or people would say, you know, the ones who control control everything. I mean, I'm not really much of a conspiracy type of guy and I'm not really too into the politics of it. But I do feel like there are a small group of people who run the vast majority of media and stuff like that. So I'm, I, I do feel like that is that is very true. Um, But, you know. The cancel culture has got to stop, in my opinion, though. That's real. I mean, what do you think about then getting into that, man? I mean, I, I love to jump into this. There's, you know, it's a big flip that uh, Elon Musk bought Twitter, man, and how bad and how crazy these guys are getting over him buying that, that guy. You Musk, know? That, and all of a sudden they want to reform. Musk is a Musk is a he's an alien, man. I don't care. He's not from I this agree. planet. I don't care what nobody says. He's not from this planet. He flew in from Mars. He flew in from somewhere, some other galaxy, and just was dropped here. To do whatever it is. I don't see the thing is, is I don't know if they're trying to make humanity better or not. I don't know. But buying Twitter was a hell of a move. Um, I personally don't feel like freedom of speech is free. Um, I don't feel like everybody has the right to speak their minds. I feel like the media, uh, the government and just majority, the vast majority of people have chosen their side. And because that is the stronger opinion side that the other side has has no chance, has no opportunity to be able to speak their mind freely um, just simply because the vast majority is completely on the other side. And so when people try to speak against that, um, they don't like it. Or, you know, when it comes to either creating a huge movement or cutting into their money, they don't want you to succeed. So like Tate was doing, he was creating a huge movement for young men. And for some reason, government and big higher people up, up above, they didn't like that. So now he was getting canceled, but I think getting canceled for the Tate brothers was the best thing that could have happened to him because I still pretty sure they're doing pretty well and them getting canceled got their views up even more. So, I mean, cancel culture to me is it's a possible it's a it's a positive thing depending on what you're getting canceled for. Dave Chappelle, when Dave Chappelle got canceled, did he really get canceled or did he get even more popular? His stock went up. Okay, so the cancel culture can actually be very helpful. What is it, a marketing tool? I mean, we can we can call it that now. Um, I just I I feel like the cancel culture is just a, a bunch of people who have <sighs> a lot of time, <laughs> thin skin, thin yeah. skin, and a lot of time. Yes, a lot of time and thin skin, and that's what it is. They're complete followers. Um, they're complete consumers. They're I, I guess you would call NPCs or bots or whatever they call them. I don't really like to use those terms. I think they're stupid, but. They explain exactly what these type of people are. You know, there's people like us who want to create content for people to consume. And then there's people who want to consume it. You know yeah. what I mean? So, so, and I mean, everybody's a consumer in a way, shape or form, but 
it, some people are just a lot better at consuming than others, I guess, or just consume a lot more. Yeah, they consume too much. Yeah, yeah you know, and, and saying that, you know, because one thing, I'm a big fan of, of Andrew Tate. I am, man. Again, there are certain things, certain how he would approach women that I didn't care about. I think it's funny at some point because after a while, a lot of these yeah. women are the same. You know, it's like, oh, I'm, you know, yeah. you'll never find someone like me. And But yeah, he's like, no, you're actually... No, you're, it's easy to get a million other chicks like you, you know, and it's exactly. like, it, it puts a thought, you know, in people's head. I like, I like, some, I like a conversation when it makes me think, you know, if it yeah. makes me ponder, if it makes me look, you know, maybe even not second guess me, but just make me change my opinion, man, hey, I'm down, you know, but to go out and take that from somebody, it, it, that's a huge problem for me, man. Cause that's kind of the thing where I was like, you know, I heard this one guy say, and I, I know you probably agree with this, man, you got to pick a side. You know, vanilla ice cream, man, yeah. goes with everything. A lot of people like vanilla ice cream, man, but there are those flavors and those things that, you know, you know, a lot of people don't like Rocky Road. A lot of people like Sherbert. You got to pick a side, you know, because at some point, man, you're either going to cater because you'll never grow in the middle. You know, either people right. love you or hate you. And either way, that love and hate was going to get you like like Dave Chappelle, like Tate is gonna your stocks gonna go up, man. You know, so and I think that's why Tate is on like on Rumble. Have you been following him on Rumble at all? I haven't. Um, I'm not gonna lie, I haven't. I really have just been um seeing a lot of TikTok videos of what he because be, it seems like my TikTok is still flooded with Tate completely, like all of them. Like it doesn't matter. My Instagram is flooded with Tate still. Um, so I mean, this like I said, this cancellation didn't really seem to cancel him too much because everybody he has way too many followers who keep posting his stuff. That's so, so real. You can't manage yeah, so, all that. Yeah. Uh, so I, 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 I don't know, man. I, I just, I, I don't know. I want to know why they want to cancel people so bad or why they want to silence yeah. people so bad. My, my opinion on it is that they can, they can profit off of either side. So why try to silence it? I don't, that's what I don't understand is that I think at the end of the day, a lot of it has to do with money. A lot of it has to do with how much, you know, this can affect their profits in one area, but it's like, what you got to understand is you can profit off of either, either side. side. Like, yeah. If you really want to. So I don't really know why you guys are really trying to silence one side so heavily. Like, you know, honestly, I, and I think I've learned and um, I just, from my opinion, from my, from my outsiders, views, it's just really control, man. It's control, man. If you can control a population, if you can control a group of people, man, and you have, your foot soldiers, all these woke people, man, controlling all that bullshit. It's like, that's what it is. It's control, man. And guys, free thinkers, people that want to break out, like, like Tate says, the matrix and all that. It's like unplugged, right. you know, detach, right. you know, then you get that Neo, you know, it's like, I don't know, man. I feel like it's control in its purest form, man, because at some point, man, somebody's going to win. Yeah. <laughs> you know, somebody, yeah, somebody's going to lose. I think what it is is that these guys, um, what they're doing is trying to teach people how to escape it, how to escape being a consumer, how to escape the quote unquote matrix. And that is an issue to the people up above. They don't why they don't want people to get more money, to get more rich, to become more woke. I don't know. But I, I mean, clearly they have some secrets, some things that they want to keep for themselves. Uh, the rich just want to continue to be rich. They want to get richer. They don't want the broke and the poor to be wealthy. They don't want people to have money for whatever the reasons are. I don't know why. I don't. It's like there's so much in the world and so much can be printed. It doesn't matter. People, everybody in the world could have a trillion dollars if they really wanted. If they, if the government really wanted that, everybody in the world could. Everybody in the world could have a trillion dollars, or just have a thousand dollars, uh, dropped into their account every single day. 
Mm, that's so real because again it's control i do believe it is control yeah you know because again like you said we're consumers man even me i'm guilty just going down that rabbit hole and i do see a lot of tate still i still see um sneeko you know but again i'm not a fan of i'm not a fan of just like consuming no more now man because right now it's just too much sometimes i feel like it's too much you know but getting back on tiktok yeah you're very like dude you're you're popping man you're, you got a lot of you got a lot of like some of your videos that are hitting 100 300 million views yeah you know kind of like to go over some the first them. video that hit like that and you're like damn and you realize like this is actually something and when do you remember uh, that what was, video was yeah yes i do it was in april um it was the video I was talking about how back in the day, girls used to send, um, or, or, you know, when a girl would send a naked picture or something, it used to be like a gift. Like, it used to be an honor to get one. You know, really, girls weren't sending them that much. So if you got one, it was like one of those things that you'd be like, oh, my God, like crazy. But now, girls are posting half naked on in, in their lingerie and all this on Instagram and social media all over the place. So you could just kind of go see it for free, you know, all over. So back in the day, it used to be a gift and nowadays it's just, you know, it's whatever. Um, so that was the first one that went up and that, uh, overnight got it. it like I went to sleep, it had like a hundred, 200 views. And now I woke up, it had 60,000 and then it just started going up and up and up. And that was the first one. Uh, I ended up getting banned that same week, uh, because I accidentally, all right. So I went on live, I was going to do the podcast live and, I accidentally was rolling a blunt on camera. So they, so they really, but yeah, so it, it was crazy because I had my camera set up and so that I could go like on the outside of it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But like I was talking to my homeboy, so I wasn't paying attention to where I was in the camera. And yeah, they saw it and they were like, oh yeah, banned for a week. Uh, wow. But my post still went up and I was watching my account still be active, still get comments. And I was still watching it, you know, go up throughout the week. And I knew I was going to get my account back. So I wasn't, I wasn't really tripping too much. Um, but yeah, then so that happened, and then it was really the one with the two with the over two million views. Uh, before it got taken down, I knew that that did something effective because I posted it, and my girlfriend was actually here when I posted it. No, were you were you here that day when I posted the one that went viral? Yes, yeah, so the one that went viral, my girlfriend was actually here that day. I'm sorry, I just had to confirm with her, and I no, told her prior. I told her prior when I posted it. I said this is gonna go viral. I started doing a session. I got an hour into my session. I looked at my phone and it was at 150,000 views. And I was like, I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. And then I'm watching and I'm watching it. Two hours in, gets muted. I'm like, oh, great. I peel it. Next day, gets unmuted. Goes instantly up. Instantly gets to like 800,000 views within like two hours. Um, within like the third hour, it gets over a million. And I'm just watching it go up, go up, go up gets to 1.6 million and then gets taken down again. I'm like, oh, and then I appeal it again, goes back up, gets to like 2.2 and then gets taken down again. And then my account gets restricted. And every time I tried to post it after that, they would immediately take it down. Really? So I was, I was like, like, damn, yeah. I mean, so then I let that video, video go. Yeah. Okay. I, didn't now, and I feel banned, like, so. like you saying that, you know, what's kind of like the, um, the expectation now, you, do you feel like you have to have content just to hit the the view mark, the viral mark? Is that is that like a because sometimes that's, that can be a drug, Man. you know, I mean, where are you at with all that? So here's the thing. Um, I think that really what drew the attention was my energy. I don't I, I know that I was sparking on on hard topics that were that were really 
you know, uh, touchy topics. But I think personally that it was my energy that really drew in the attention because my energy being high and talking kind of loud, kind of yelling a little bit that every video that has over 100,000 views, I was kind of loud. I'm going to be honest. So I think that the energy was a main portion of that. Of course, what I was talking about and it being touchy subjects and popular subjects in today's day and age, of course, had a big factor in that. But I do think that the energy, if I can keep that energy, but kind of switch up what I'm talking about a little bit, I think I could probably get the same result. Because I feel like if, if you can figure out how to go viral in one aspect, you can figure out how to go viral in others. And because I don't want to be in that take Seiko category, I can't keep making that content. I don't want to. I I didn't really enjoy making it in the first place. I started saying a lot of shit out of my ass. I just started speaking, like just saying stuff that I didn't even really care about. I was just saying stuff just because I knew it would get a reaction. And I it, it I, I started not enjoying that, like because it wasn't me. You know what I'm saying? It was like, all right, well, now I'm doing this just to gain clout. And th is that really you? You know what I'm saying? Is this really what you want to do? Is this really how you want to go up? You know what I mean? Like it, you're not it's not like I'm saying stuff that I don't believe. But I would fabricate things and I would say stuff that I knew was kind of off the wall, off the rails, kind of trying to pull a tape just to try to get a reaction. And I realized to myself that that's just not what I wanted to do and who I wanted to be and, you know, what I wanted to be known for as much as I want to gain a bigger platform for myself. So I can because my ultimate goal at the end of it is build a big platform that I have enough eyes on me that I can start helping other people, um, you know, gain a platform for themselves. And I know that I have to do what I have to do in order to gain that platform. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but I don't want to grab the wrong platform of, you know, a bunch of people who aren't going to care about the other stuff that I have going on. Um, so I'd rather keep, you know, motivated people who are really trying to better themselves, better their lives. I want to stay away from the troll from the troll yeah, community because that's so true man because i think as podcasters you know one thing i've learned man is like what i'm really careful on especially my approach on certain things man because again i don't want to come off as a douchebag i don't want to come off as a dude that knows it all and they, everyone thinks all oh, he just thinks he knows it all right. has it all together you know like you and like me and then i would say like a lot man there's a lot of us that just say you know what we we're real people man we'll put our junk out there man we'll whip it out you know and we don't yeah, yeah. And we don't have no, we don't care, you know, because again, there are people like you and me out there, like just waiting for someone to say, yo, I'm just like you, man. So don't think, cause I have this platform. Don't you think I are, you know, I have this going for me. Does that make uh, my life is like on the right path or I'm doing good mentally? No, I'm just like you struggling. Right. And yes, I'm doing good. Yes. I'm like this, exactly. but that's kind of that. Again, that's us reaching through our camera, our cameras, through the phone, through everywhere they're watching or listening, consuming this, you know, and that's kind of my, like you and me, because again, I think that's what connected me to you. Cause I, again, I went down that rabbit hole, liking all your posts, yeah, you know, just yeah, scrolling yeah. and scrolling. I was like, man, this dude, know what he's talking about, especially for, you know, for being a young guy, you know, you yeah. don't get a lot of young dudes. Cause a lot, like you said, we said earlier, man, a lot of people just thin skin, you know, they, yeah. they're not, they're not so hard, man. They they can't take a joke. You know, they can't take an insult. You know, it's like they, they have yeah. to report. I'm the, young, I'm the youngest of four brothers, dude. So growing oh, up, you had a dude, I, skin. And I'm and I'm from a Spanish, a Puerto Rican and Italian family. So I didn't really have too much of a choice but to Bro, have thick skin. skin. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, you were four. So, no, go ahead. No, yeah, I'm sorry, man. It, 
Yeah, no, you're you're fine. It, it was just like it's one of those things that growing up, you know, my brothers used to pick on me and we would fight and wrestle and all this stuff. You know what I'm saying? So it, it was just one of those things that it's like growing up in my family. We're just super sarcastic. We're super joke. Like we're jokeaholics. We're like sailors. We cuss a lot. We all we do is talk crap to each other. You know, and that's that's just how we grew up. So me just kind of being the youngest and seeing and having actually good role models for brothers too. I do want to put that out that my older brothers are all phenomenal role models, very good role models for me. Um, it really just really helped me become the person I am today, man. And living, growing up in the country and where it's all country people and then moving down to Hampton, Virginia, where it's more or less hood. I'm not going to lie to you. Having two complete different lifestyles has really shaped and formed me into a very, kind of wise young man i would say you know what i mean i'm kind of smart with my decisions i don't i'm trying to stay out of jail i'm not trying to have confrontation i'm not trying to do shit the wrong way i don't sell drugs i don't do none of that i just like i try to make an honest living and you know just grow like honestly you know what i mean yeah and i think that's kind of what i mean i grew up the same way man i grew up in a christian household but i was still wilding out man i was that guy just messing around too much and you know but one thing i know Again, when it comes down to like topics like that, because, you know, when I, this podcast has given me that platform to talk about my lifestyle, you know, and to be able to jump on other people's podcast and talk about the, how I grew up, you know, the the, right. the tough times, you know, and and I think now with with podcasting, man, it just it's a it's an open door, man. There's so much room yeah. at the table to eat, you know, to put. I never thought I'd ever be in this position where I have my own podcast, invest thousands upon thousands of dollars in equipment and do this portable and to have guys like you on the pod. It's like I never thought just last year I would be in this position, man. And it's like, yeah, one of those things like, again, that's the that's kind of like the, the double edged sword of social media. You know, you can man, you can ride that wave. But also, man, people can use it for a wrong thing, man. And troll. Yeah. You know, and, yeah. you know, be that person, you know, to be that dirtbag, to be that person that, you know, I'm not going to be affiliated with him, you know? So yeah. I think kind of getting back to your, you know, AO chill, just a podcast, man, what's kind of, what's kind of the things you've learned now as you've grown, because you said you used to be on this higher level of like, you know, saying stuff you didn't want to say just for clout, you know, but then, you know, you look back at it as an editor, you're like, golly, I should have said it or be yeah. like that. What's kind well, of the thing I, you've learned as a podcaster? I, well, one, I've learned to stand by what you say and mean, it. mean what you say and stand by it. Um, don't go back. Don't say shit that you can't stand by. That's one thing that I've learned is that I have said stuff that I can't stand by. And so I, I'm those are the only things that I would say I would regret. Anything else that I feel like I have said that may have offended some people, I'm going to stand by those things. And I mean it and I'm going to stay sticking to it and I'll keep saying it and I'll say it again and again and again. But some things you just have to really learn, like. Keep it tasteful. If you have a strong opinion, learn to keep it tasteful. That's the only thing. If you want to have your opinion, have it. But don't put it out to the point where it's going to offend somebody else. Like if you want to have your opinion, if you don't like a specific group of people, that's fine. But at least come with the knowledge of why. Don't just hate a specific group of people or one person specifically just because you've heard something or you just read an article that now you just hate this person or this group of people just because of what you saw on whatever. Like, really just keep your content tasteful and just mean what you say. Stand by what you say and don't follow the clout. Don't chase the clout. Put out 
content that matters. When you put out stuff that matters, it's going to be way more effective than you just putting out stuff that doesn't matter. Just like music, just like artists in the music industry. You can put out music that's going to get you caught now and you can put out what's popping. You can hop on the waves and do all that. That's cool. Or you can create your own wave and make music that's unique, different, and timeless. If you create music that's timeless, then you have artists such as Biggie and Tupac who are still being played in the clubs at peak hours. You see what I'm saying? There's some, you still will hear a, a hypnotized or a Tupac shoot them up or something. Like you'll hear one of their songs still in the midst of a popular party. You know what I mean? And it's still music that everybody's dancing to and knows all the words to. Even people like me who wasn't even really old enough to even know that music like that. I know all the words, you know what I mean? So that's the type of content that you want to put out is content that matters and can age well as well. You don't want to put out content that's not going to age well. You know, and I think you know? I'm learning that, man. I mean, that's some great advice right there, dude. Because again, that comes with the experience, you know, especially being so young, especially being so young in this game of podcasting, you know, and I think your growth you know, just from when I first saw you to now, man, you're, you're, it's just constant, constant consistency, man. How important yeah. it is, is it to be consistent in the low moments when you're like, man, just yesterday oh, I got man. two mil. Now I only got like 120, man. you know, man, dude, Um, it's it's important. It's it's social media, dude, especially with how TikTok works. Um, I do feel as if because of all of the controversy with my account that was going on and all the people and I literally had the whole like millions of LGBTQ people who hated me, dude, just because one person who had two million followers made a video that went viral on its own and was telling his followers how much of a piece of crap I was and how misogynistic I was and how I don't know what I'm talking about and all this. And yeah, so when you... I loved it at the moment because I was just like, dude, it feels great to have whole community hate you. Like, well, that's awesome. You know what I'm saying? But then again, it's like when you look back at it, it's like the adrenaline was cool. But then it's like, look at who you offended and why did you offend them? I didn't. But here was the thing is that what I said, I didn't specifically offend anybody. I don't think particularly I don't think I feel like I offended anybody besides people who were in that specific category that I was talking about. But I didn't whenever I say something, I don't say it to offend anybody because I don't care like I said, how you live your life is how you live your life. I don't care, but I just feel like people are just too soft skinned for, for me sometimes, man. And, and I'm too tough for people to be able I'm being honest, dude, because I'm a blunt guy, bro. I'm very blunt. I'm not afraid to put my opinion out. I'm not afraid to talk. I'm not afraid to express how I feel to people. I'm not afraid to tell you straight up. I don't like you. <laughs> I don't like your music. I don't like you as a person. Like I'm, I'm just that type of person. Like I just, but you know, I try to be nice, but if you get me to that point, then it's just like, it's whatever, you know? Yeah. I mean, again, th those type of people are different people, man. They're on different levels because again, I'm the same way I've had to like, they kind of give you a quick like background on me back in the day too, yeah. even before, like when I got married, man, I was, I was a youth pastor, you know, <laughs> I was very blunt as a pastor. I was just, and then people did not like that, man. And a lot of sensitive ass people in the church. And it's like, man, I'm not doing it to be mean. I'm not doing it to be some kind of way, man, but I'm doing it just, you know, look, look, tough love, man. We got to grow. You know, I'm not I'm trying saying. to, yeah, I'm not trying to hurt you or call you out just to be an ass. I'm really trying to, cause there's something where we need to grow in, you know? And so, and I think when it comes to like these topics, I'm, I'm at that point right now where my podcast is growing, man, but it is getting attention. 
But I, I have right. to like I'm at, I never I never wavered on my opinion where I stand. I know where I stand a lot of, but now I'm at this point where it's like you know what, I got to start voicing these opinions, man, because I got to pick a side, and it's not so much. I don't want to stay or down the middle. Or just create man. your own. Or create your own side, bro. Mm. That's that's honestly the narrative that I'm trying to live by is that I don't want to pick this side or that side. I'm just going to create my own opinion and, and let people mm. go ahead and follow mine because it's like I, I'm tired of choosing sides and I'm tired of there being a stupid argument over stupid things. Like, why are we even arguing over half the stuff we're arguing? Like, yeah. it's stupid stuff. It's pointless. It's literally pointless content. It's mindless. It's stupid. It's dumb. And there's more important things to life. Like again, bettering yourself, learning financial literacy, learning how to get wealthy, learning how to move your money around, learning how to spend your money, learning how to invest. Like there's things that are way more important and even not even just money wise, but just with your life, mental wellness, like focusing on your mental health, making sure that you're actually happy, not that you're just content, but you're actually happy with your life and where you're at and what you're doing. You're happy waking up that you can wake up every day, look in the mirror and say, I'm fucking proud of you. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't, I think people are just, they're really becoming mindless because media is making, is turning them into mindless people, man. And it's, it's, it's harsh, bro. It's harsh, man. It is, you know, and I think that's kind of where I'm teetering, man. Um, Cause I, I have a lot of, um, Honestly, from my my opinion, I have like a lot of impact in a lot of in a lot of world, man. I think that's one thing I love about my podcast is yeah. I don't reach just one group of people. I'm not just a Christian right. podcast or this or that. I'm dude, really the still here brand, man, relates to I would say ninety nine percent of this world, man, because we're still here. You know, right. you had a lot of that backlash, like you said, with that LGBTQ community. Yeah. It's like, you're still here, man. You thought, I mean, were, were there at some point you were like, oh, damn, did you get death threats? Did you get like people like, I know where you live or if you know. Like, um, did you feel I like, like any death threats? I did, however, get it. No. Oh, no, not at all. I didn't care at all. Um, <laughs> I did, however, get a lot of females who hit me up saying they didn't like my content. I did get a lot of females and specifically girls who seemed like when I got when I went to all their pages, first of all, they're beautiful females. They're beautiful women. They're absolutely beautiful. But their pages were full of half naked photos, uh, pretty much the stuff I'd be talking about in my content. So that was me saying, hey, look, I understand that I offended you. I apologize. Like, clearly you are in the, the category of people that I was, you know, aiming this at. Um, clearly you felt some type of way about it. I apologize. If you would like to come onto the podcast via video call, we can happily talk about it. I would love to get your opinion. I would love to hear how you feel about it. I would, I was, that's really how I would respond to all the females who, and there was quite a few, I would say over 20 who messaged me saying they didn't like my content. And I would literally hit them all with the same response of, I understand. I, I apologize for offending you. Um, I do have my own opinions. But if you do, if you would like to come onto the podcast, I would love to have you on. We can get you on the phone call or I can get you uh, on my Twitch stream and we can talk about it live. You know what I mean? We can, I can get your opinion. I would love to hear what you got to say. Um, Did you get any uh, that's, feedback? That's really Did how anybody was... jump on? Oh, of course not. No, these females, they, they don't have the balls, dude. These females, they, just like how people hate Literally. Kate, they don't have a reason why, though. They don't have a reason why. They hated me because of what I said, but they really didn't have a true reason why. And they weren't going to have a good enough response when they started, when I actually got onto them. Mm. So, so I, I knew I wasn't going to actually get any of them to jump on. But uh, like I said, I mean, there's people in, including a lot of females, thousands of females who agreed with me. And then there was people who just didn't, you know, and mm -hmm. I just feel like everybody's at their own point of life where 
you know, some of this stuff, they can see it and they get it and they understand men's perspectives. And some girls, they just care for themselves, uh, uh-huh. just like men. Some men care about women's feelings and care about their emotions, care about them. And some men just don't care. They just want to womenize women. They want to use them for their own benefit and to get what they want. Women do the same thing with men, though. So, so uh, when it comes to all this stuff, man, it's, it's just, you know, it's, it is what it is. And when what? the times get low like it is right now, bro, you just got to keep on pushing. Yeah, and that's so real because it's funny when you say that, man. Women do the same. I mean, it's like, I think the hard thing about it is, and I think this is kind of what I've learned, is that you can only say something about someone else and at some point like dude you're actually doing the same thing you're just you just you're hiding it really well yeah it's what it is bro is women are telling women to hate men men are telling men to hate women uh women are telling men to hate women men are telling women to hate men um we're all telling each other to hate each other and so the narrative is that we all hate each other trust there's no loyalty anymore uh people are expecting the worst uh, people are expecting gold diggers. People are expecting, um, you know, women are expecting men to be a certain standard now because of the narrative that was created for what a man is supposed to provide to a woman. Um, and now women are being, yeah, women are being held to that same narrative as men expect this out of a woman. If she's not this, 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 she don't meet these characteristics. I can't rock with her. So, I mean, it's that's why social media, it's it's bad. It's It's really created a lot of false fabrications of life as a whole like uh, uh people really want life to be a certain way and it's just how people express their lives they only highlight their lives the rich the people who are up there and have money and are able to highlight you know luxury of life that's the life people expect and majority of the people that are saying these things are people who are living luxury lives women who are up there and whatever following money whatever so and real. are telling these other women or men telling these other men these specific things whatever and they are they're just getting a whole group of followers who are just believing and, and living by what they say and so now you're just getting a whole clash of men versus women who are having their role models telling them this is how you should handle and men can't women men cannot handle how women are becoming more manly and women apparently can't men handle men becoming more feminine so i it's confusing, dude. I mean, just just you saying that, my mind went. And it's like that's true. You ain't lying there. That's real. You know, because again, I, I again, social media is that crazy double edged sword, man. If you don't know how to wield it, bro, it's, you're gonna get cut, or you're gonna hurt people, or you, you know. And I hate man. the false expectations of social media. It's and and the reality, false reality, because it's like people think that's real and it's not and when they turn right. when they turn the phone off they don't have they don't know how to communicate i guarantee you if me and you were in person at a restaurant or somewhere having a beer bro there would be connection man because we're that type of guy oh, yeah you know, we, people that connect you know and people yeah. don't know oh, how yeah. to connect you know yeah. and they don't like i'm legit i'm 41 bro i'm an old dude but I'm old school, man. And the phone calls, I'm still that phone call guy. Texting, I don't mind texting. But if I can talk yeah. to somebody, get it out the way. I, I yeah. can't explain everything in three sentences. You know, man, it's like right. nobody even likes texting anymore. And it's like, no, there's no relation, no, man. There's no it's, connection. You know, it's it's funny and it's weird because I feel like it's like COVID happened and everybody just forgot how to communicate. Like, it's like before that, like, I wouldn't say communication was the best at that point either, but it's just like, it just seems like COVID happened and it was just like, 
every it's like communication was out like because you're right i don't even like to talk i just don't even like to respond to people that i don't feel like responding to sometimes well, I'm you know? i just don't, don't like hey man no i've been excited to do this so of course i was responding for this one but hell yeah i'm just being honest that's just me personally like if i don't want to respond i'm just straight up not going to and i will respond when i feel like it like that's just me as a person bro like especially when people call me like if i don't know the number I don't even like to answer the phone if I don't know the number. Like, if if you really want to get a hold of me for studio time or something, you'll call me. I won't answer. You'll text me, and then I'll call you back. Mm. Yeah, that's, that's typically how that goes. goes. But, <laughs> you know, it's also because I'd be busy, you know what I mean? So it's like I'm always doing something. My time's always occupied. So, I mean, when I can't get opportunities like this to really sit down and actually have a conversation, I, I don't mind it at all. I, I like to do it. Of course, I do like to talk to people. But I like to talk to people, and it means something. Like, we're doing this, and we're making content right now. You know, so I like to talk when if I'm going to talk to somebody, let's like make it matter. You know, That's <laughs> like, true. I you mean, know? let's get something out of it, you know, because, again, I, like there are so many times probably like you, you're sitting down with your boys, you're sitting down with a group of people and you're talking and it was like, oh, man, we should have been recording that, you know, and it's like that. Those are those type of conversations, you know, I love to have, you know, because, yeah. again, Call me old school, man. I'm like that. Uh, was it on Paul Blart? You know, I was like, can't be. I'm I'm the handwritten sentiment type of dude. That's who nah. I am. <laughs> you know. Yeah. But again, different generation, different time, man. And again, where where I'm at with my um kids with my family, it's like we're teaching that. You know, you know, and we're just trying to teach the relation on the connection. And I think that's kind of one of the best things that I've done is is just keep the relation or keep the connection, man. And you know, I'll never, ever let that go. Even if culture dictates otherwise, if, you know, if the society or social media says otherwise, you know, I'm going to keep the relation. I'm going to let people know, dude, look, I'll hit you up. I was just scrolling through my phone one day and I was, or, or just at one time, I was like, you know, I'm going to use your number. You know, I'm right. that guy. You know, I like to stay that guy, whether it's old school oh, yeah. or not, you know. You oh, know, yeah. but let I me mean, ask you this. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I, all I was going to say is people I, I like to talk to, I'm always communicating with. Like, I'm always on the phone with. I always just FaceTime them. It's it's just like I get a lot of clients and stuff that I'm just like not as close to. Like, people I'm closer to and have a better relationship with, I love talking to. It's people that I'm not as close with who's always calling my phone asking me for things. If you call me and you're constantly asking me for something, I'm not going to answer your calls ever. The homie discount? Ever. <laughs> I'm just you, being honest, man. Do you get the homie discount questions and all? Hey, you give me the homie discount? You know what you do? Bruh. <laughs> Bruh. <laughs> Bruh. Well, let me just get, let's uh, get it, into it, that. It, 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 yeah, yeah we, we'll, we'll get, get into it later. later. Well, no, I'm talking about like the because I feel you, I'm the same way, man. Because I have this idiot. This one guy told me, "Hey, I can't pay you, man, but I can, you know, you can get good exposure." You know, I was like, "Man, kiss my ass, dude." I mean, I can't stand people. You know, just it's like, yo, Bruh. man. Do you know how many artists have hit me with the man when I make it to the top, bro? I'm gonna take you up to the top with me. Shut your <laughs> ass up, bro. That is not how it works. bro. That is not how it works at all. If you get to the top, that means you were signed to a record label. You did not get there yourself. I can guarantee you it. And if you did, kudos to you. But if you get signed to a big label, they're going to assign you to an engineer. No matter if you have an engineer or not, they're going to assign you to one. It's not how it works mm, a lot of the time. I'm not going to say every time, but sometimes. <laughs> well, let me ask you this. Your business. What do you, uh, you're sound engineer, you produce music, you know, or do you yeah. produce like video content? For uh, clients, for people, for businesses also, you know, yeah, I, know you uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, I've done, you know, I mean, I've shot a lot of music videos for artists, of course. Uh, I've shot my own music videos, of course. Um, I haven't done any business commercials yet. Um, I've done audio business commercials 
So, you know, I put together an instrumental, a voiceover over the instrumental promoting a business. Um, I've done a bunch of audio ones, but I haven't done any visual video uh, besides for the music sports league. Uh, that's a music, a music competition I'm involved with, um, which is pretty much taking artists in uh, sports performance sports. So artists perform, you know, compete. Song versus song, uh, wow. compete against each other, tournament style. The winner wins cash prize and a, and a title belt, like an actual title belt that we got um, really? that we're going to be sending out. Yeah, we're turning it into a national competition. So um, all next year is going to be song versus song challenges all year long going on national competition. Anybody could submit. Um, and like I said, we're going to have games, two games a month going on. And, um, you know, the winners from those are going to compete in like a playoff uh, online playoff game. And the winner from that, the four winners from that, uh, are going to compete. We're going to fly them out, and they're going to complete compete live here in a live game in a boxing ring. And uh, you know they're going to compete for a five thousand dollar prize, Damn. cash prize, and and the championship title. Yeah, bro. Yeah, so I we're mean, trying to do it big, been, man. How long you been doing that? Uh, I got involved a couple months ago. Honestly, um, I had met the the founder on a podcast, uh, one of our podcasts that we have here. Uh, they had us both on the same episode and he was talking about the league and it just sparked my interest to me. It was a groundbreaking idea. Uh, I was totally interested in it. I had, I was very, very interested. Um, so I started talking to the guy and, uh, mm. yo, I think you froze again. Well, while that connects, uh, go wide right here. We're going to keep it rolling. Let me know when you see him. But, you know, as of right now, I mean, this podcast is popping, you guys. Again, I'm going to keep it real. I'm going to keep it on. If it disconnects, we'll reconvene. You know, it disconnected. But um, I definitely want to keep putting content out Recording like this. In progress. Okay, there he is. You know, and as yeah, and as I was saying, you know, just keep content flowing. Because one thing I like about what you're saying, man, is like, one thing about these podcasts is, man, it brings people together. It brings, like you said, you didn't get into that until um, until you brought somebody on your show, you know? So hold on, hold on, hold on. Just keep it rolling. Okay. Well, go ahead. Talk about continue. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, um, I was, yeah, so we both went on to um, Bare Naked Truth podcast, and he started talking a lot more about the MSL. And um, it was really interesting to me, so I started talking uh, – so I, I got myself involved. Uh, we started talking more about it. Uh, within a couple of days, he turned me into the president. I ended up helping, you know, create like a whole development team, uh, camera crew, um, got a couple studios involved, a couple other people involved, stuff like that. Um, so we really started building a big foundation and um, we were able to do the song versus song series, uh, which turned out to be pretty successful in itself. Um, and then we were able to do the live show, which was pretty well uh, as far as like the show itself it went perfectly um we didn't sell as many tickets as we wanted to but um it's up yeah and coming. It, it, it yeah it's up and coming it, it it did do well though like i said the champion he was able to get the title belt presented to him on live television on the hampton road show and he was able to perform a song on live tv have that whole experience so that was a really cool reward for that artist and uh now he's, he's able to be pushed as our champion whole you know for the next rounds for the new uh, song versus song series for next year coming up. You know, now, is it like um, a, like people can do? I mean, because there's like people can ride it out, right, cautiously, or they freestyle. You know, what 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 is yeah? Like no, the main it's so it's songs. See? It's it's your song. So when you submit, you have to submit your hottest song, right? 
Um, okay. And and we're judging based off of the quality of the song. Um, you know, is it radio ready? Is it marketable? Uh, is the quality of the song good? Is it structured well? You know, the artists are based off of uh, are judged based off of different categories. When it comes to the song versus song, it's like four different categories that they're based off of. Uh, we have multiple judges who kind of rotate um, and they just judge uh, that along with fan votes. But we didn't want to keep it just fan votes because we didn't want artists winning just because they were popular. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, of course, we want those artists. We want artists who have big fan bases already. That'll help the league a lot. But um, we don't want them thinking that, oh, just because I have a big fan base, I'm going to win every game. Yeah. No, that's not the case. Just because you have a big fan base, we can will love to have your fan base fucking hate us. We will love it. <laughs> like, hate us. Hate us to death. That Bring just it. means that your artist that you love to death needs to get better than the other artists who they lost to. That's it. It's just a, you know, so we want to what we're our goal is to create an entire music sports league treat it as if it's ufc boxing nfl nba where there's draft scouting combines you know like uh really? training camps where we have yes we want to treat it like an entire actual sports league every game we want to broadcast one game a week we want to do an actual you know game every week and we want to broadcast it like an actual sporting event so that's where our goal is, and that we were trying to do it by by next year, but we have to get the budget right so we can get the proper equipment in order to broadcast it the way we want to, because we don't want to we don't want to make it a bull, a bullcrap you know, uh, broadcast. We want to make it look legit, like how yeah. you have two perfectly set cameras that are aiming perfectly at you. They're both the same exact quality. They both look really good, and when you switch through both cameras, it looks very consistent. It looks good. It looks perfect. And so that's how we we want to broadcast it professionally, get the actual right equipment before we actually go off and do that portion. So we're going to stick with the song versus song for the year. And uh, we're going to see how that runs out and see if, you know, we we really get it to where we need to be. So next year we can actually really start this thing right here in Virginia and, and take it yeah. take it national. You know, because Yo, I, goal... I know some artists here in the Central Valley, man, you know, even people on the West Coast can hit that up and like, let's let's yep. get it. Yeah. So, um. At first, it was just going to be based in Virginia, but when we realized that Virginia is full of followers, um, we realized that we were going to have to take it to a national level and spread it throughout the U.S. first if we wanted Virginia artists to really hop on. So that's why we decided to take it to a national level. So now anybody from anywhere can submit their music and it can be any genre, uh, but it has to be a solo artist, though. They can't be in a group. It has to be a solo because it's a solo artist competition. Um, so we do understand that there are going to be groups, but we aren't going to be accepting groups. We're just going to be accepting solo artists. Um, so, but you can be a country singer, pop singer, R&B singer, hip hop, folk. It don't matter. Uh, really, it doesn't matter. Um, what? Because we're not going to be judging you based off of the genre. We're going to be judging you based off of the structure, the quality, the marketability, the radio readiness. We're going to be judging you based off of how good your song is, not what type of song it is, how good your song is. You know what I mean? So yeah. you can have a, a, a street rapper going up against a complete country folk singer and see how that battle goes. You know what I mean? Do, um, do you guys have it, this it is, patent like no one can steal this idea? I'm pretty sure. Yes, I'm pretty sure Juan does have it. Uh, have all I know he has the business license he has all that good stuff so I'm pretty sure he does have a patent as well if I'm not mistaken yo that's dope because I don't I've never I mean you've seen the voice you've seen all these other guys yeah. and it's like but to me that that brings in a different audience especially when you know it's like come here you know it's I don't know man I've you know you've seen it's all the competitions you know yeah it's because it's going to be a competitive sport and when we did our live show dude we did it in a boxing ring 
And to me personally, it was a way different experience than watching artists perform on a stage because of how they performed and how they they interacted with each other and how they would get in each other's faces and kind of talk a little smack, you know, like stuff like that made it a lot more fun to watch. Like, you know, watching battle rap and all that stuff, people getting each faces, it can get intense and all that stuff. Yeah. It just, but it was just watching them perform their songs, but then how they were animating their songs. And again, and how they were interacting with their opponent and stuff. It was fun to watch. It was like, you were really watching a match. And on top of that, we incorporated comedian, uh, a comedian as well. And he was hilarious. I'm not going to lie. So we had a, a little 20 minute comedy session and then uh, we incorporated a actual sparring boxing matches as well. So we were able to incorporate different forms of entertainment, keep it flowing nice, smoothly. It went very well. I think the show like flow, the flow of the show went very, very smoothly. So, um, you know, in, incorporating entertainment, sports, all of that into it, I think, was super important. I think going in the future, we're going to continue to do the same thing and even make it to where. You know, like boxers are having real fights during MSL competitions type of deal. You know what I mean? You and know, have like a real championship also too. Yeah, all that, all of it. So yeah, so that that's we want to really make it the music's performance sport be the main focus, and we want artists to be able to develop themselves, build an audience. But we also want to be able to represent the artist. So say it comes to a bigger record label who wants to uh, rock with them or, or wants to sign them to a single deal or whatever, we're going to represent that artist. We're going to make sure that we get them the best deal, that we're going to talk to the label, that we're going to make sure that the label's not about to screw them over, that they're going to get the best deal possible, and we're going to make sure that the artists are straight and good to go. You know what I'm saying? But still give them the freedom to do whatever it is they want. If they go get an endorsement or a sponsorship, we don't touch that that's theirs that's all theirs yeah, we want theirs. them to have that we want them but if you know we have a sponsor who comes to us like hey we want to sponsor your artist of course we're going to take our percentage from that yeah. you know what i mean but you know so it, we want we're building a, a a platform for artists to become successful we want mm. artists to succeed and we want them to learn the game we want them to learn the business we want them to learn the strategies we want them to learn how to really make structured radio hits we want that we really want to you know create superstars out of these artists yeah. but we want them to be superstars like sports superstars like a lebron james kobe you know and then you have the mike trouts of the mlb and then you have you know tom brady's of the nfl's you know That's you right, have boy. all you have your superstars within these sports leagues. And we want to treat our artists like sports players. And we want them to turn into superstars just like them. You know That's what I mean? That's so dope, man. I love that concept. I like that, man. Cause again, you have, and one thing that makes it so real and like, you know, so like authentic man is that you have the musical background, you have the experience. Right. You've you've been right. in the dirt. You've been in the high, yeah. the high road, the low roads, you know? And so the, oh, you, yeah. you can definitely re relate to the stories right. of these artists or these individuals that jump on. You exactly. Know. And and on top of that, we have I've 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 been helping develop a very solid quality team. So like a development team on the quality end, because in order to be in the league, we want you to be at a certain standard already. We already want your music to be quality to a certain degree. And so we're getting developing a really strong and solid team of guys that I know that I trust personally, because I work with these guys personally, that we're going to create an actual quality standard for the league. And we're going to create a whole new quality for music as a whole. So we're, these labels are going to be coming to our league begging for our artists because we already have quality artists and we're not going to be putting out garbage. We're not going to let them put out garbage. You know what I mean? So we're, our, our goal with the league is to really get it to where we are the new foundation of how you get into the music industry. We are going, that is our major goal in the next five to 10 years is to really become the new 
bridge that's going to bridge a huge gap from artists to the industry because we also want the industry to stop looking at the following of these artists and we want to start having them look at the talent of these guys and teaching them and teaching the industry that you can create a star out of anybody who actually already has the talent just because they don't have the following yet doesn't mean that they don't have the potential it just means that they don't have the reasons like these other guys do but if you're seeing the industry is filling up with a lot of talentless people who aren't making good music. They just have a following. They have a buzz because they did some clout move because they had street beefs or they just have their OnlyFans page that got them popping, whatever the case is. You're having a lot of people that doesn't have true talent and aren't making good music, truly good music that are entering into the industry. And we want to change that. We want MSL to change that narrative. We want to start creating actual good quality musicians again. You know what I mean? That's sick, so, man. Where can people yeah. like find that? You guys are on obviously social media and all that. Where, where can people find yeah. all that? And well, I'll have uh, links so, in the description and all that. Yeah. Uh, so we have our, our website, musicsports.org. Um, we are going to be putting our submissions back up. So we are going to be starting submissions back up for next year's song versus song challenges. Again, it's going to be national. And your submission link will be directly on musicsports.org. That is musicsports.org. You also can follow them on Instagram. Well, us on Instagram, uh, TikTok facebook music sports our instagram is music sports 22 again that's music sports 22 uh tiktok is also music sports 22 so if you want to follow follow us on uh, tiktok as well um facebook just music sports league um twitter music sports league yeah i'm not sure our twitter handle not gonna lie to you because i don't really get on twitter too much but uh, i'm yeah. pretty sure it's music sports if you type in honestly everywhere that i've typed in music sports music sports league comes up so okay. if you just type it because nobody else in the world right now has anything that has to do with music sports in the same sentence so Damn. i'm yes right right dude Damn. right every time i type in on when i typed in on instagram music sports the first time i typed it in it came right up dude i was like oh that's yes yeah. that's an attention yes. grabber man music sports you know making it something where you gotta earn it like every competitive sport yes. out there earn yep. it yep yep Yep, because uh, of course the song versus song challenge for the first year is really going to be open to anybody. But when we get to the actual live games, league, building a roster, going through the actual draft process, scouting combines, the song versus song is just going to be the first step to getting into the actual league. The song versus song is just going to be like the way to actually look you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like the song versus song is going to turn into just the lowest level that you could be to even get seen by the league. And then it's and then we're going to have our D league, which is going to be, you know, our players who are still developing, but still, you know, they're going to be performing tournament style. And then we're going to have our actual MSL full IACS full league where our actual paid players, roster members, people are going to get paid for every show actually pushed marketed like a sports player would. You know what I'm saying? So there's going to be levels to it right now. The song versus song is what we're going to start with just to kind of get the buzz going. <clears throat> but I'm telling you, man, when it gets to the actual league level and we have the budget to do what we want to do, it's going to be a whole nother level, man. That's Artists dope. are going to want to be a part. Yes. Maybe we'll partner and I can help you like promote it here on my show. Cause there's some artists that follow me. Absolutely. You give me a script, I'll make a tease and I'll tag you and I'll tag these guys to kind of just get it going, man. Oh, absolutely. Cause yeah, I, I absolutely. Love I, love I love the way that sounds. I love how that's going to just blow up. Cause again, sports, oh, I know league, you know, music sports league. I mean, that's it. That, that alone, you know, that sound of that yeah, is legit. It, and it's it's really it's treat it's teaching artists how to be competitive. It's teaching them how to grow their fan base. How you know how they're 
how we're trying to get artists to understand that you have to sell tickets first of all if you want to succeed in the music industry you have to be a main guy who can sell tickets if you can't sell tickets people aren't going to want to rock with you it's that simple uh, artists a lot of artists don't seem to understand that but you have to be able to sell tickets you can't rely on promoters and venues to sell your tickets for you you have to be the attraction that they're selling so that's one of the main things but opposed to that teaching artists quality teaching them how to become actual artists, putting them in, in the room. Because uh, our goal is to, of course, get special guest judges and people that these artists will be able to work with, uh, talk to, you know, get actual industry professionals to come and talk to artists and work with artists, stuff like that. You know, putting them into actual situations that are helping them build as actual artists and teaching them how to brand themselves, how to uh, make money off of their their content, make money, how to make money off of merch and all that other stuff you know what i mean how to get ad money how to get all of that so that's our goal you know we're, we're putting together even uh the msl the music sports university where we're we're putting together programs tutorials um you know stuff like that for people who want to learn how to do their own engineering producing or want to learn marketing want to learn more about you know how to put their music out how to structure music we're doing tutorials we're creating a whole bunch of programs for artists to be able to watch interactive programs all that different type of stuff so you know, it it is it is going to be an artist development company, in my opinion, and it's going to be amazing for independent local artists, man. You know, dude, that's sick, man. I'm glad, damn, I mean, you got hella passion right now, in that boy, a little fire in you, man. That's dope, man. It's it's because uh, I've been putting a lot of work in everything, dude. I have a lot of stuff going on around What's me, you? and I've been putting a lot of work into everything. And it's tiring and I'm worn out and tired, <laughs> but I know in the future it's going to be all worth it. So, that's you know, I'm equity. really working hard at it, you know. That's sweat equity, yeah. boy. It, exactly, man. That's you start so at dope. something at the bottom. That's just like a stock, bro. You start a stock. If you buy in a stock before it pops, mm. you get rich. Yeah. It's that simple. Well, that's what's up, man. I know, dude, I'm glad you you jumped on the pod, man. I feel like we got a lot we can say. I'm down oh, yeah. for part two. You know, man. Uh, Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, I'm down. You know, one of the things I want to, like we do on the show, you probably seen, man, anybody listening, watching, want to start a podcast in the music industry, you know, somebody at a, in a rough, you know, at a crossroads in their life, man, decision or something happened, man. What's your word to them, man, people listening and watching from A, yo, my boy, <laughs> it's Monty. Um, um, Just for anybody watching, man, just keep going. No matter where life hits you, um, no matter how life, like how hard life can get, no matter how hard things can get, no matter how much you want to quit, no matter how much you want to give up, don't, don't give up, don't stop, just keep going. Because if you keep going, everybody goes through tough times. I go through tough times. We all go through it. We all go through it. But it's the ones who continuously keep going, following their passions, following their dreams, are the ones who succeed and actually get somewhere in life and their dreams come true. A lot of people they quit when times get tough, when they don't when they're not seeing the same results they want to see, they quit. And that's where a lot of people mess up. You can't quit. Just because you're not getting the results you want doesn't mean that you have to quit. Just keep going. No matter what it is that you're doing in life, it doesn't matter. Just don't let anybody stop you from being you, from being yourself. Don't be anybody else but yourself and keep going. Don't stop. Like no matter what it is you're doing. And if you want to start a podcast, Hey, just know that it's therapeutic, man. If you keep it legit, you keep it genuine, it can be one of the most therapeutic things that you can do. Just talking about genuine things that you feel, um, relaying your personal opinions and your your personal emotions, it can become very therapeutic, um, even to the point of bringing tears to you. You know what I mean? Um, because it, it can get that deep, you know? So 
it's just one of those things, man. But if you're not ready for what social media can do, keep it to yourself. Mm. Bro, that just, is real. I, I want to put it that way. That is so real, man. Keep it to yeah. yourself. Dude, I think we just found the name yeah. of the pod, bro. <laughs> this this episode. <laughs> keep it to yourself. This, uh, uh, yeah, man, because social media can be a very dangerous, very harsh, very negative place uh, that if you're not thick enough to be able to handle it, it can bring you down to a dark, dark place. So if you cannot handle what trolls can do to you and what people's opinions and people's comments and hurtful things that people can say to you, stay away from it. Okay. That's, that's, that's all I have to say. That's all I have to say. Yo, man, y'all just heard a nugget right there, man. So you guys do Hey, Monty, thanks for jumping on. Thanks for your time. I know you're on East coast time and I know it's probably hey, late. Hey, it's all good, man. <laughs> So yeah. Oh, it's all good, man. This is this is this is normal for me, you know. That's what's up. Now, Ty, I appreciate I appreciate you having me, man. Yeah. I really appreciate you. Yo, having I'm me. a big fan, bro. I'm serious. Once I once I, I got too, once man. I found you on TikTok, bro, I DM'd you and it was like, let's plan it. You absolutely. Know, so I'm a big plan. So absolutely. Ty, I, no, I I I'm I'm a big fan too, man. Because like I said, I'm a fan of quality work, and it seems like you're doing genuine quality work just from what I've seen, man. So I, I want you to continue on what you're doing as well. Because I think that you have very quality content that you post and it means something. You know what I mean? Like what you post actually means something. And I enjoy to watch it, bro. So and I know I'm not the only one. So just keep doing what you're doing as well. Please. I'm yes. asking you, please keep On doing it. this, man. On it, man of my word, man. You and likewise, brother. I appreciate those kind Absolutely. words, man. I take those very serious and yeah. you know, and again, I appreciate your time. You know, where can people find oh, yeah. your podcast where they can where can they find you and support you? All over, man. Um, I'm on every platform. Um, you can find my my podcast specifically on all the platforms. Spotify. Uh, you can find the audios on Spotify, iTunes, uh, Apple Podcasts, all that good stuff. Uh, you can find the visuals on YouTube. Um, you can also find my TikTok. Uh, A underscore chill underscore pod uh, is where you can find my my you know my teaser clips and my short clips. Um, and my Instagram as well is a underscore chill underscore pod. And my main TikTok and main account is a Monty, a Monty OTT, one of the two. Uh, just type in a Monty in Google and all my stuff will start popping up. I'm going to be honest with you. <laughs> well, that's what's up, man. You know. Dude, I appreciate you. I appreciate your time. I appreciate your words. Appreciate you, Keep bro. killing the game. You got my support over here on the West Coast. You know, appreciate so if you, you bro, need bro. anything, man, just let me know. I'd love to partner with you guys in promotion that uh, Music Sports League. That'd be so dope. You know, kind absolutely, of get, you know, yeah. Spread the word out over here because I feel like that'll, that, you know, get some wheels under, man. You can get some good. Yeah, yeah, man. Know. And if you want to, uh, if you want to sit down and have a talk with my partner, with the co-founder, and um, you know, you just let me know, man. And I would love to get you involved, dude. It would, it would be an honor to have you involved, honestly. Hell, yeah. So you guys heard it here, man. Uh, just stay tuned for season three, man. We're going into the new year. You know, I'm super excited what 2023 is going to bring. Still here, podcast, and you guys again. We're gonna have. Uh, dope uh, guests on the pod just like this local and abroad you know so it's not just you know me trying to just keep impacting my inner circle man i want to expand it. i want to go worldwide man because again like most this content you know these type of pl platforms and you know the topics we talk about man are serious you know so stay tuned for more podcasts again subscribe subscribe to us on youtube follow us on apple Podcasts, spotify all our social media you guys know how it goes so you guys we'll see you guys soon you have a great weekend we'll see you guys in the next one mm. all right peace peace, peace. Thank you.